This podcast is brought to you by Reach Innovations. For more information, go online to reachinnovations.com. Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply what we learn to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. Enveloped in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> oh, the cat. Yeah, I'm good. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. So it's been a big day, but we have an even bigger topic to talk about. Some really fun stuff. Uh, so back, I was literally on my drive home from work, and uh, I, Becca called me, um, and we were just talking a little bit, and I asked her, I was like or she had told me cuz earlier today we were talking and I asked her hey like you know so you've we're, already we're collaborated doing, we're doing the podcast tonight so like come try try and think of a couple topics that would be good for us to talk about mm-hmm. and then um Becca called me on the way home and she was like so I don't really know you know, like we weren't really getting anywhere. And are then you getting all your words in right now in the introduction. Hmm? I know, man. Are you getting come all on, your words in right now? We're ready. I'm just trying to go over the block again. So Rebecca called me. It's not like we have to do this whole podcast in five minutes. Chill. No. Okay. So thirty minutes. Basically, as we were talking, like the Lord literally dropped the topic right there as we were talking. Yes. And so we're just gonna dive in talking about basically. Christianity and politics and the church being involved in what's going on in the political scene. We were talking about, should we talk about one um, relevant political topic right now? And then he he was like, let's do, yeah, politics. Mm -hmm. um, I thought thought you were going to say Christianity and politics and the gap between. Yeah. (laughs) In the, the, gulf, gap between. the gulf <coughs> between. between because so many people once they become Christians they think oh it's just all up to God mm-hmm. and I don't have to do anything now because I'm going to heaven right, so right. who cares whatever what, what mm-hmm. happens down here yeah wrong so we kind of we kind of just yeah. want to take this time just to kind of expose some of those lies of thinking well you're a part of the church and the church really has no place in politics which is totally a lie mm-hmm. um, and or, then yeah, what mom said you know, I'm good. So yeah, I don't, I and don't then need those. To help. Why should I help others? Those, you know, those other, the Bible's for more than just your family. Right. At home. Right. You should be, you know. Yeah. Expressing your yeah. beliefs and showing people Jesus everywhere. Mm-hmm. To and everyone. not complaining about it if you're not going to do anything about it. Right. Complaining and praying are not the same thing. But yeah, a lot of people use that as the same thing. They right. complain to God, they complain to their friends, and they think, well, it's a Christian friend, so I'm just, pray with me about this issue of X, Y, Z. But yet, they're not being proactive like in getting a voice out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember years ago, your dad would write one letter. He said one letter represents, what, it was 100,000 people or something like that? that or was, that maybe w- not, but yeah. you know. That was back in the when Phil Phillips. I'd read his book on uh, horror and violence in the media, and he was encouraging you that to write a letter to the you know the CEO of NBC, ABC, CBS, something mm-hmm. you know, and let them know because your voice rec- rec- at that time represented a hundred thousand people. Yeah, <laughs> wow, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I remember Rebecca 
um, a couple <clears throat> months ago when the big issue in New York City <clears throat> happened and they signed that, that, that bill into law, it really lit a fire under you and you had some opportunities to, to use your voice. Yes, both Zach and I, mm-hmm. um, we were like, we've known abortion is wrong and we've always been against it because right. we've been for life and mm-hmm. we see the black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of shook us to our core, it really. shook us up, like, what is going on? And it was like, in our generation, um, being pro-choice is so huge, mm-hmm. it seems to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be very loud, much louder than pro-life should be from Christians our age, mm-hmm. speaking up. Do you think it's because the message of tolerance has been so um, touted and, and, and preached from the streets? Tolerant, love everyone. Yes. Um, so basically let people live the way they want to live and don't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Because and, people, and people, people hate being on the bad side. Like people, people yeah. are, are so self-focused on themselves Wow, that was kind of mm-hmm. yeah. You get the point. That was deep. People, yeah, people are so self-focused on themselves um, <laughs> that they're Maybe so. The way you're sitting in that chair. I'm not. Hey, sure. we just are never relaxed. forget, guys. We're in our backyard. The, ce- the ceiling is the roof. Hey, the ceiling ooh. is the roof. I can see this going somewhere mm. now. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, but there's a lot of people. I mean, because we live in a society and a culture today where people are um, just so inward. Focused. Focused, yeah, and who they are and everything. And a lot of that also stems from uh, where they stand with other people. And there's so much talk about political correctness. And, you know, actually, a lot of that is just really centered on how these people think about me. What do they think about me? And it's always what can I do to always be on their good side? When we're, when really there's a lack of people actually living out their best selves because of people not wanting to really tell them what they need to hear, Mm -hmm. but they're just telling them what they want to hear, which is like, oh yeah, if you want to do that, go for it. Go do it. You know, like if it makes you feel good, go do it. Mm -hmm. It's like that video. Um, I wish we could like link that um, John Bevere Messenger International video about um, the guy leading or like there were two guys mm-hmm. on a cliff oh, the and they were guy. watching yeah, the yeah, blind yeah, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. Talk us walk it. over the cliff. Mm-hmm. Or well, like yeah, I'll, walk, I'll, hike. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave a link it. on the podcast okay. for people to go and be able okay. to watch it. Yes, but um, the what was the reason behind that video? What uh, you're saying? Yeah, the well, reason. they didn't want to tell the blind guy which direction to go. He's getting ready to walk off a cliff because they didn't want to offend him. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, and the, so they were trying to be politically correct. You. And while they're yeah. while they're arguing about being politically correct, he falls off of the clay, he steps off because yeah. he nobody mm-hmm. was there to warn him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like he's blind, but he's like, but don't tell him he's blind. <clears throat> yeah, you know, because like that'll blind. that'll that'll hurt his heart. You know, that'll hurt his feelings. And it's like, I think the key okay. thing that people uh, don't want to. I, this is a personal opinion, but um, you know, all the sales that I've done. In my in my life growing up, and I did door to door sales. And one of the biggest things you have to get over in door to door sales is the no, mm-hmm. and the people that are upset because you rang their doorbell and you interrupted their mm-hmm. whatever they were doing that right. was really important, you know. And they had to come and answer a door, oh. you know. And so you had to get past all these no's so that you could get to a yes. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the yes, it was like, oh, that felt good. You know, I wish they were all like that, but oh. you know, but they're not. So yeah. and so. Right. People don't want persecution. They don't want to experience persecution. So I, sometimes I don't think it's as much about tolerance as it is I don't want to receive persecution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I step out and do something bold right here, if I make a, a decision that is not going to be popular, 
for my own life or for the lives of people around me, then what kind of persecution am I going to receive mm-hmm. uh, from it? And Jesus guaranteed that we would be persecuted. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's going to happen. I mean, if you're going to live right, if you're going to live according to the Bible, yeah. persecution is going to come. Right. Hmm. So now, kind of turning gears, um, or Mom, did you have something there? Well, the whole chapter, pretty much in Second Timothy chapter 3, it talks about the dangers of the last days. And hmm. you, were just, you were describing uh, almost verbatim what the scripture says, for people will love only themselves and their money. Hmm. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful and all this stuff. Consider nothing sacred. Mm-hmm. They'll be unloving and unforgiving. But basically, Paul, Paul is talking to Timothy, who we should all have Timothys in our life, mm-hmm. where, who, who we're mentoring. But he's talking about down further on in the chapter, it says, but you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know uh, you can trust those things who taught you can trust those who taught you mm-hmm. and he's he's bringing them back to the basics mm-hmm. the foundations not the 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 popular opinion not the popular vote right not like 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 dad said not the popular thing to do mm-hmm. but to be the minority and to stand up and to to be that one yeah yeah. Uh, to stand up for who, who, you know, what you believe in, not not wavering to and fro, right. because we are in the last days. Right. And it's so important that our yes is yes and our no is no, mm-hmm. and that we're peace makers, not peace keepers. Mm-hmm. Peacekeepers are just, well, I'm just going to keep my peace. Right. I'm just going to let you be in your in your wrongness and in your sin, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to offend you. Just like we were talking about the blind guy. Right. But peacemakers will see wrong, walk into a volatile situation. Mm-hmm. And bring peace with them, and make peace in the in the strife, in the situation, mm-hmm. because you bring because you bring the Prince of Peace with you, right? When you enter into that situation. Mm-hmm. So then, now shifting gears a little bit, um, I remember in 2016 there was a big election that you know took place, and that it was really your first presidential election. Yeah, that that was our first that election that cool. Becca and I were able to actually yeah. vote and. Like it actually counts. <laughs> what? Yeah. And so Super like that cool. was yeah. that was a huge experience. But just not only for our nation, but also for the body of Christ, you really saw uh just where a, where a lot of people stand on this issue. Um and just how do you how 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 was that for you whenever you knew that there was a a very divisive nation at this point. There's an election between two candidates that both both people were kind of iffy at the time, and so you weren't necessarily sure who to vote for, but maybe you did know who to vote for. But how, as a believer, mm-hmm. did you go forward in actually making that decision in an election that maybe turned out a lot uglier than some people wanted it to? Well, personally, I actually voted... For for our president, the, across the board. I mean, from the mm-hmm. very beginning, um, out of the out of the, the the group of sixteen to eighteen people, that's who I voted for. And I'm just thankful that we've got backing in the White House now. Right. That righteousness, right living, godly morals, godly standards. And and I I personally don't like it when Christians are like, I think he's doing a great job, but I don't like this. But I'm like, who who cares? It God can use 
a donkey. God can use me. God can use (laughs) our president. God can use whom he wants to, but I'm thankful that our president wants him to be used. You yeah. know, he, he wants God to use him yeah. versus a president who doesn't even acknowledge God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, support him, pray mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. Don't criticize. Don't try and fix him because mm-hmm. it's not our job to fix him. It's our job to pray and right. obey. Right. Exactly. And honor. What about you, Dad? Well, I, I think for me, the most important thing for me was to vote uh biblical principles mm-hmm. hands down yeah. mm-hmm. and to to erase the face of the candidate you know and mm-hmm. erase what you think you know about a person um, because I, I mean honestly our president right now I don't know I don't know him personally I, I haven't had the privilege to he wants be to have breakfast with you we get texts <laughs> all the time I get texts, <laughs> you know that invited me to dinner in He's invited Florida me to lunch. Uh, from Arkansas but I think it's cool though my president te- tweets me and texts yeah. me <laughs> well it is but I, I didn't vote I didn't vote I didn't vote according to a person or how charismatic they are or whether or not I felt like they could win mm-hmm. whether I, I had to vote biblical principles mm-hmm. right you know, okay, pro-life for me, uh, the sanctity of life yeah. is a, is important to me. I see that in the Word of God. Right. The thou shalt not murder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm gonna vote every time on the side of life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm gonna vote on the side of uh, keeping uh, keeping our religious liberties intact. Mm-hmm. You know, and so anyway. So I, I think mm-hmm. you really, for me, I I go to the Bible and yes. I make it my foundation yeah. for mm-hmm. how I vote. Mm-hmm. Zach and I were talking about that earlier when we were coming up with the with the topic today, mm-hmm. and that was what came up was about Christians need to realize it's not just if you're involved in politics or not. It's like this country was founded on biblical principles. It mm-hmm. was literally founded on prayer. Mm-hmm. So your Christianity is more about just keeping your little community and your church family or your personal family under the blessing and awesome. It, you also are now held responsible mm-hmm. for your country, mm-hmm. for the way that you vote, mm-hmm. um, for life, for righteousness, for truth. Yeah. And um, so Christians need to realize that it is a biblical thing. It's not yeah. just, oh, I don't have to be involved. That's political. That's earthly, you well, know, I, or um, anything like that. I love mm-hmm. what, I, what I heard that uh, it, this is, we're not talking about a political issue. It's a biblical issue. Yeah. And so, yes, from the pulpit, you're going to hear us talk about biblical issues. Mm-hmm. And because the politics try to, to dumb it down or to, to divide it away from, but no, if it's, if it's biblical, yes, we are for it. Mm-hmm. And if the Bible says no, then we are against it. Right. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> and then also understanding, too, that, like, as believers, and even just if you're not a believer, I mean, just as a human being living in America, you know, and you have U.S. citizenship, you have more of a say in what goes on in the state capital than you realize you actually we have. We the people. We the people. Like yeah. you can literally, because we were at, down in Little Rock, you know, mm-hmm. this like what, two months ago? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a, a pastor's a pa- yeah, a pastor's day mm-hmm. uh, down there. And we walked around and saw all the rooms that they present the bills and actually like debate on whether or not they're going to pass it and all, all this kind of stuff. And literally they told us, you know, that a homeless guy could literally walk into the capital 
and walk into one of those rooms and just give his opinion on the bill Mm -hmm. just like that because it's freedom of speech. It's Mm -hmm. exercising our rights as Americans and as U.S. citizens. And so also as believers, realizing what you were saying earlier, there's so many people that are saying they're talking way too much about the problem or what they don't like. But it's like instead of doing that, what are you actually doing to make an impact when an election comes around instead of talking about, well, I don't like the choices, so I'm just not going to vote by not voting. You are voting. Right. You know, and it's like if you're not going to vote for life, then what are you voting for? You're voting against life. Right. If you're not going to speak up for that. And um, and that's why also like whenever New York had passed that law um, on abortion, Mm -hmm. Becca, you had found that scripture. Um, I think it's in Proverbs that talks about like speak up for those who don't have a voice like mm-hmm. you are their voice exactly and things like that yeah. and um well we have we say around here at our house we have two we've got a um a spiritual bible which is genesis through revelation mm-hmm. but we also have uh, our um civil our civil bible mm-hmm. and that's the declaration of independence right. the constitution right the Articles of Confederation, mm-hmm. and so we have those things ad- 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 available to us. They were written for us. Mm-hmm. They were written so we wouldn't forget, just like the Bible was written so we wouldn't forget. Right, right. So we need to be using it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Woo! Had to run inside and grab my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was in Proverbs twelve six because I was talking with a friend, um, and they weren't sure if it was even Hello. their place to stand up or what they should say or I don't know they just were not sure what to do and I was trying to encourage them to speak up yeah and then I found or the Lord showed me Proverbs twelve six, <clears throat> and it says the malevolent words of the wicked lie in wait for innocent blood to slander but the mouth of the upright will rescue and protect them so then I was like upright how are you using your mouth because mm. mm-hmm. he literally gave us an open door you know we're not supposed to just use the Christian label for people to guess, oh, you must be pro-life. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, no, if you're not speaking out, if you're not doing anything about it, you're not going to make any sort of difference Mm -hmm. whatsoever. My version says, I have the new living, and it says, the words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly saves lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you may be listening and thinking, well, what can I do? Well, number one thing you can do is, is, is go and walk and pray mm-hmm. down at Joyce and, um, and, and over crossover. Cross, cross. <laughs> um, people are down there all the time just walking and praying peacefully. Yeah. We're not saying, hey, go, go stir up. Um, go stir up. <laughs> go stuff. sabotage yeah, something. No, 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 no. No, Jesus, when he went, he went with quiet authority. Mm -hmm. The only the one time when he stirred things up, he went to the religious people. So I think we need I think we're talking to you and we're stirring you up and you must be a religious person. (laughs) We're talking to you um, to just be, hey, (laughs) let's 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 go in love. Yeah. Whatever you do, go in love. Yeah. We're not here to argue. We're not here to to um, God can God can defend himself. Right. We're not here to argue the case of Jesus. Jesus can stand on his own. Mm -hmm. But when they see the love of God in us and and we're we're there. Hey, hey, is there anything I can pray with you about? I can see that you're pretty upset right now or or you're going through something in your life. Can I I that speaks way, way louder than love. And so. Wow. wow, that's deja vu, Becca. <laughs> I got my um, story later. You'll get yeah. it. Yeah. 
But it's yeah. it's it's the love of God going yeah. in that changes hearts. Right. Yeah, it is. And then there's also um Oh Oliver. Oliver. He's being our, he's being our, our border security. <laughs> Come here, sugar. Um, but then there's also security on four feet. There's also the um <laughs> you know, the whole thing that maybe people have heard, I don't know, maybe they've learned it in school or in other words, but dad, you've, you're really knowledgeable in this, which is, uh, the very popular phrase that has really kind of been twisted and misconceived amongst the church and the Bring government, which is that quote, uh, separation of church and state. And a lot of times that's where maybe on the political scene, people that are more in politics feel like the church shouldn't be involved because of that. Um, but there's really a lot more that goes along with that, that actually the, the original intention of that statement that was actually brought out of context. It was, um, you know, there, there is a belief in politics that if you say something often enough and long enough, people will begin to believe it. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened with, um, that phrase separation of church and state. Um, uh, there had been a letter that was written by the Baptist Association of Danbury, Connecticut, and they had sent it to the president and said, we're concerned that, you know, you're going to try and establish a, a one-nation religion just like it was in England, which is the main reason we left England was mm-hmm. so that we would have freedom of religion. Right. Uh, well, the president responded to that letter with, you know, in, in, in this regard, there will always be a separation of Church and state. Church and state. Yeah, you know. Was that Jefferson that wrote that? <clears throat> yeah, it was Jefferson, and and when he replied with that, uh, it, it was understood that letter was used in courts later to as precedent to mm-hmm. pass, or you know, or to settle cases, and and the letter was always used in its entirety mm-hmm. until uh, in the early seventies there was a case that came. Uh, I don't remember if it was Engel versus Vital, or I, I'm trying to remember uh, mm-hmm. what the case was, but it was in the early 70s. And it was the first time the Supreme Court ruled uh, that, that there, was, there is now a wall of separation between church and state, and it must be kept high and impregnable. And, and they took only eight letters, eight words, I mean, out of Jefferson's letter. Well, <laughs> why... Why, you know, what if somebody took a letter that you wrote and you had two paragraphs and they took one sentence from it? Right. Yeah. Out of context. I'd, I'd be furious. <laughs> you know, and so that's, that's what has happened. But, I mean, this has happened in multiple areas. It's not just that statement now. Right, I mean, right. There's so many. Uh, <laughs> Every day something's being taken out of context. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I just read, and this is a loose remembering tra- translation of what I read. Um, it was like newspapers years ago used to say when fact is around so long, it kind of turns into fable because, you know, it, it, it changes with, with people's memory. So it said when fact becomes fable, print fable. Hmm. Don't print the facts, but print the fable. And it was like, what? And so, so many times, well, Phil, dad just learned something. He learned a truth about the lyrics of a song just a couple of days ago that he thought was a true story, but the songwriter was finally, finally addressed it. And he goes, I, it's no story at all. I didn't even know any story. I just wrote this song, but for years, this story was going around about this song that happened to the songwriter. And, and it was, it was false. Hmm. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. Cause y'all, I mean, you'll also, I mean, 
once again, like you had mentioned previously, like there's so many people that walk around and they talk about a certain person as if like they know him personally. Hmm. Uh, many times referring to a certain person, you know, in government or in leadership or something Mm -hmm. like that. And um, especially whenever you have a candidate that starts running and maybe they did have a past or something and then you've got the media just blowing that up and everything. How do you gauge what is what is fact and what is fable in today's society? Like, how do you how do you. basically make sure and filter the truth and the false in what you hear about your leaders. Well, while, while, while your dad is formulating his, his master <laughs> answer on that one, awesome. getting, getting, getting back to Mike what you were saying, you know, everybody's got a past. Yeah. Well, God, God showed us how to hold somebody accountable um, for the future. Like, so how do, how do we hold our president accountable? Or how do we hold somebody accountable? Mm-hmm. But, well, you know, God doesn't remind us about our past to hold us accountable for today. He said, oh, that bird is right there. He said, sorry, (laughs) God showed me, he he said, I hold you accountable for today and tomorrow, the future, the present and the future. And that's what what dad and I have told you guys. We're not going to bring up your past to hold you accountable. Well, do you remember what you did? That's why I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We don't want our past brought up. So why are we trying to bring up somebody else's past? Okay. So anyone, (laughs) anyone in, in politics, everyone who's breathing has a past. Yeah. And, but it's our responsibility as Christians to hold them responsible for Mm -hmm. today, what they're saying today Mm -hmm. and that what they do tomorrow. And so that's why it's so important to look at the records of a candidate. How do they vote? Do they vote the way that they, that they, um, campaigned? Right. I campaigned on this issue. This is what I'm going to do when it comes up in front of me. Are did, they doing did it? Did they do it? If they didn't, <laughs> hold them accountable to that yeah. and vote them out next time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's my take. So right, what Dad. is your Boom. masterful answer? Drop the wisdom. Drop the wisdom. Well, that bird just has joined us today. It has. There's five people in this conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a guest on this podcast. You know, you trust me, you my wife, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Trust me because I've proven myself to you over and over. Um, I've had consistency in my life. Can I give that... that, that um, that equation that I just learned last week, that um, how do you trust someone? Here's the, here's the formula for trust. C, the letter C is in candy. C, B, uh-huh. B is in boy. C, B over T. That is your mathematical equation for the day. That is consistent behavior over equals, time. Over, over time, equals trust. Hmm. So C, B over T equals trust trust and so that's that's exactly what you just explained i've seen you i've known you for 28 years i know the guy you are i know the heart you have regardless of the we all make crazy choices sometimes but 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 i know your heart you know my heart well the reason i'm bringing this up because you're you may be saying okay i well i don't know this candidate okay well for instance our president right now president trump is he doing what he said he would do Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Exactly. Fact, uh, factor out, you know, what what party you're in. Factor out all of that. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, strip it down to, is he doing what he said he would do? Mm-hmm. Okay. This candidate over here, are they doing what they said they would do? You know, we, we have 
we have uh, people in our Congress now that are making recommendations, you know, and they're they're mm-hmm. wanting to fix our whole nation, and they've never uh, run a successful business. Mm-hmm. They've they haven't done anything in their life, uh, you know, and but we have other people in Congress that have, right, you know, and but. And then on the other side, you have a president who's run a very successful business, mm-hmm. um, who has turned, you know, even though a lot of pe- people don't want to give him credit for it, he's turned our economy completely around. Mm-hmm. He, he has kept his promises, and that's the, importance, that's the important part of building trust is, do you keep yeah. your word? Do you keep your mm-hmm. promises? Mm-hmm. You know, when we shake hands... Is uh, is that all ne- that needs to happen? I mean, can I mm-hmm. trust you? Yeah. Uh, to that extent, so you're looking for things in candidates that you can trust, and you know, a friend of mine that said this, and I really liked it. He said, he said, if you listen to this side of the story, uh, he said, if you listen to both sides of the story, somewhere in the middle you'll find the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's important to look at. This person, look at their track record. Is what they're saying matching with what they're doing? You know, the Bible says in James to be doers of the word, not hearers only. So it's the doers of the word that are the ones that you can trust. Right. That God trusts, mm-hmm. entrusts with more. Why? Because they're doing what he said in his word mm-hmm. to do. And so they're reaping the rewards mm-hmm. of that in their own life. So actions do speak louder than words. They do. So be doers. Boom. Awesome. Well, <laughs> the bird has finally left. I put the dog away. The bird finally stopped. Now we're ready to talk. Yeah. <laughs> we can officially start. We can record now. Awesome. It was nice, though, being outside. Yeah, Thank it was. you for joining us outside on our patio. Yeah. yeah. So once again, Got I mean, nice just... just on my neck. I just want to point that out. <laughs> just with this, uh, I mean, nice. we don't fully... Um, you know, with, with anyone who's in leadership or anything like that... Um, exactly like dad was saying that we always look at just the biblical um, values that they are with that they are holding. Um, And that doesn't mean that all of a sudden you, you begin to endorse every single thing that the person is doing, you know, but there's always a, there's always a, a a fair balance, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, sure. Our leader, our leaders right now, are they doing some good stuff? Yeah, but are they also doing some other stuff that maybe you don't care for? Sure, there's always going to be leaders like that. But it's like no matter where your leaders stand on certain subjects, it's all the more inclined, and God is so adamant about this in the Word, that you always pray for them no matter what. Mm-hmm. To speak trash or just to speak garbage about no those that are, are in leadership, yeah. um, it's very difficult for God to be able to use someone like that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're willing to speak trash about your leaders, how in the world can God ever exalt you to a place of a leader mm-hmm. um, in that position? And so it's That's important good. that no matter where we are, no matter who we're submitting ourselves to, uh, that we always find a way to honor them, to respect them, but more importantly, to pray for them and lift them up because they're yeah. in a position that many of us don't have to live under the pressure that they're yes they're under every single day mm-hmm. as a representative right. of all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. So we just want to encourage you in that um, to continuously pray for your leaders. Um, and whenever you do have something that you'd like to say about them, just think twice before saying it and just be reminded, okay, is this really going to help this situation or am mm-hmm. I just blowing off steam for no reason? Mm-hmm. So just want to encourage you with that. So 
That's it. Woo. That's the conversation. That was a Sweet. good one. All right. Good night, y'all. Bye. <laughs> See ya. C'est la vie. Love you, 3000. Thanks for listening to The Conversation. For more episodes, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search The Conversation. Thanks again for listening. Oh, 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 oh,